That's Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestionable1 on Twitter. Welcome to That's Questionable, the podcast. Nathan's here. Woohoo! David's here. Good evening. Comes here too. How you guys doing? Doing great. Good. Yeah. What's new? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, um, I'm starting a new career. Nice. Next week, yeah. so I'm excited about that. Excellent. I'm very excited about Congratulations. that. Congratulations. So it's a long time coming. Are you gonna be a drummer? Yeah, actually, okay. keyboard player. Okay. Uh, with uh, also the triangle. Okay. Uh, you know, so background singer doing third part harmonies. You're too tall to be a key, keyboard player. Am I? Are they, are are they, they usually a lot smaller? They, small? they, well, maybe it's because a lot of them kind of hunch over. Yeah, maybe you so. Know, okay. I don't know. There was no visual on the podcast there yeah. with what I did. Yeah. But um, we made it like 46 episodes without insulting keyboard players. <laughs> yeah. It was inevitable. It was overdue. Right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we've insulted drummers and bass players. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so I'm starting a new career, uh, getting into the home building industry. So I'm excited. Congratulations. I'm excited. Excellent. So I just wanted to join both of you guys since you guys both work in the real estate realm. <laughs> I, th- I yeah. thought this podcast was incomplete unless yeah. I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been fixed. <laughs> that's, so. right. Uh, that's welcome right. Welcome to housing. <laughs> yeah, welcome to housing. The wonderful Let, world of housing. Let's uh, yeah. let's get more people in them. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. Mm. So the world's weird. The world is weird. Let's <laughs> let's ask a question about it. Well, let me ask you first. How are you doing? How you doing? I'm doing fine. <laughs> doing fine. Good. And you? Uh, yeah, doing doing good. Had a little. Surgery last week, so I'm still recovering from that. Yep. Not as mobile and as, you know, yep. quick and, you know. What's your, give us a review of surgery now, now that you've had uh, it on. on a scale of one to ten, I'd give it a negative three. Ah, oh, okay. I'm not a fan. You're not in favor of surgery. I'm not in fa- oh, favor okay. of surgery. I don't like it. Don't want it again. I, this has been my first ever surgery, and I hope it's my last. Yeah. So that's, that's my... That's my opinion. Did you watch any movies over the weekend then? You know, I'm pretty, uh, the, the movie industry really, uh, is just not producing stuff that I want to see. If it, and I'm not a, an Avengers superhero guy. See, I'm going through all of that with Jackson and Graham right now. I just so don't we're care like into that. it. No, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. So now I'm, there's a couple of shows I'm watching, uh, you know, but I don't, I just, it's gotten to where I'm, I have a hard time sitting down and watching a show. Yeah. And so I've, I've been doing a lot of reading, reading a, a great book that I've been wanting to read for quite some time and, uh, Titans by, by, uh, uh, Rockefeller, John D. Rockefeller Sr. And okay. it's a great book by Ron Chernow. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I've enjoyed reading that. Yeah. So, yep. And that's fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm so a reader, man. I love to read. Scale of one to ten, where do you think you're back to? As far as what? Health wise. Just feeling wise. Uh one to ten, I'd say I'm somewhere around a 
four. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So you still have a little bit of – you still got to take it easy. Yeah. I mean it wasn't orthoscopic. It was an open surgery. Yeah. Okay. So it takes a little bit longer to come back from that. But uh, it, it's it's all right. People have a lot bigger problems than I do. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So I have yeah. health care. That's good. Yeah. So it's a positive. We live in an area where we have good health care. Yeah. So, yep. It's all good. Good. Hmm. Do you want me to ask a question or? Yeah. I, you know what? Not to, you know, not to vary from, from the health, but I'll put in a plug for a movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix. It's called RRR. It's an, it's, in, a, it's an Indian movie. Oh. Set aside three hours, uh, without expectation. And I promise you, you will have seen the most movie you've ever seen in your life. Really? Yep. And when you say Indian, you mean, you mean from the country of India? Yes. Okay. Yep. Otherwise you probably would have said indigenous or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. But these people are indigenous to the country of India. (laughs) I thought maybe it was going to be a pirate movie. R R R. Too bad we don't have drums it follows, a, <laughs> it follows a pod of seals around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a bad it's well, a movie about a loser who keeps making really bad jokes. Yeah. I've I've seen movies. one uh Bollywood <laughs> m- movie and that was uh Slum Dog Millionaire, where I think with the rest I of the world. I still have never seen that. I heard it was really good. Yeah. A lot of dancing. You'll find some of that here too. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is I mean, not just, really. Wait, it's just like I said, it's the most movie you'll ever see. Okay. So like sure all that... aspects of movies are in this one movie. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we enjoyed it so much. Did you? It was just. I saw that, um, you could now rent, um, the one movie you suggested, uh, uh, anywhere, anytime, any place. Yes. What's it called? Uh, something. Yes. Like that. I, yes. and I watched the preview for it and it looks, uh, it looks way out there. It's a phenomenal movie. Okay. Yeah. Probably the best movie multiverse, I've seen this year. Very, yeah. Multiverse, yeah. which is kind of a popular theme right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Probably my favorite movie this year. Okay. Although, what's it called? I got it wrong. That's definitely not what it's, it's called, but. Um, anywhere, anytime, anyplace. Well, it's uh, no. Jim She's will very find it. Find. Let me find it. I should know. Shouldn't shouldn't a person know the, <laughs> the name, best movie you saw this year that they've seen this year? <laughs> so while we're uh, waiting for for Jim to pull, yeah, you know that up on his uh, telephone device. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you've got great guitars all around the walls. Yeah. So uh, we. I specifically like that one right there. Yeah. You've got a great purple girl. I do. I guitar. took, I put that up there thinking, ah, oh, you know what? I'll put the bass. I it's a, know. it's a Squire telly. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I Classic. like it. And now <laughs> it's called everything, everywhere, all at once. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I was close. Yeah, you were. Okay. I'll, uh, talk about time trial. No. Um, it seemed more multiverse, like different worlds are ha- overlapping, happening. Oh, I was just joking. Time. So I got, I got kind of close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multidimensional. Yes. Yeah. 
It's five D. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Five D. You know. I like to say I'm I'm more comfortable suggesting you see a movie than hyping it or saying what it's about and yeah. stuff. It's a, my favorite movies are movies that I sit down, I have no expectations, and they blow you let's away. See what happens. Yeah. Describe the ending in thirty words. No. Okay. <laughs> that was one word. <laughs> Very concise. All right, David, you got a question? For I do. Us. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Uh, People clicking this podcast off all over the world right now. Oh, um, speeding no. it up. Speeding yeah. it up. <laughs> Speed Just right. that one point. One Fifteen seconds point. at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, like we were talking about, the world is is crazy. It's insane. A lot of just. Uh, it seems like we're in a in a time when uh, things are happening that have never happened before, and uh, and most of it not good. And so my question is, um, where is God in all this? We, we seem like the loudest voices or some of the loudest voices are these, uh, preachers that seem to be wrong about everything they ever say as far as speaking for God, speaking for God. And, uh, and we see a lot of people being hurt and, um, you have a lot of people claiming Christian nationalism, but there doesn't seem to be God involved in any of that. Or there's a claim that God's involved, but he just, sorry, I just don't get it. Um, and so I, I guess uh, if you're a Christian, of course I'm not a Christian, but where is God in all this? If you believe God's in control of everything, where is he? That's my question. That's a good question. It was a long question, but I had to do a little bit of an introduction. Yeah, to no, I got it. It was good. It was a good yeah. question. Um, um, no, I, I, I think everybody struggles with this, this idea. Like, where is God in this? I mean, even the most devout of believers would s- question when things go wrong in life, you know, or not the way you'd like, you know, um, you know, and I think, you know, the, the, some of the questioning is based off of the, the idea of what we're actually told. Um, you know, this is just one snippet of it, which is one idea. I mean, I mean, how many Sundays do people sit through where they talk about how God is actively um, pursuing you in a part of your life and yep. that if you live according to God's word – that things will, um, it's, I don't know, correct me, correct. I'm not going to say it right, but things will, things will go in your favor that God's, um, God's, uh, desire for your life will come true. Um, and so, you know, within that, you know, you're kind of romanticized about the ideas of how God is orchestrating things in your life. So, you know, um, uh, people that are lost are found. Um, things that have gone wrong become fixed. Um, you know, d- deep desires of the, the heart um, become met yeah. over periods of time because of this interaction. And so now, in turn, when those things don't happen, we all sit there and go, well, wh- where is God in this? Yeah, and, and, and not to use a corny term because I don't mean it this way. But you're referring to is really the the blessing of God, the the bounty of God, the yeah. the the things that God promises that peace beyond comprehension. You know, things that are supposed to be part of the blessing of God. 
you know, are we seeing that? Yeah. And, but, and, and even within that, you know, I'm making the claim that, you know, you, you sit and listen to that, that kind of, those words, that kind of speech, that kind of, you know, those kind of thoughts that are put in your head that, um, there's now this expectation that God will perform at a certain level. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just going to be ingrained in you. Um, and now that's not there. It's, it's the next step is only to go, you know, is, you know, where is, where is God in all of this? Yeah. You know, so I'm just saying from my own point of view. So you're I, asking the question again. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. It leads everybody to ask this question one more time. So, and I'm just saying that I sat through this forever. I mean, we all did. I mean, for 30 some years, I sat through the, that and it does, it does a number on you. Yeah. You know? And it takes a long time to work through that. Yeah. 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 And so. what do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it seems like a, I'm trying to sort it out. Uh, so bear with me. It, it seems like there's so many different levels. Do I need to re-ask the question again? Or do you get it? <laughs> what was it? Well, I just did. <laughs> okay. So. I was just saying, we can do, we can do the fourth time. Uh, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a personal aspect. I can see it from a personal point of view. Um, and I can see it from a more general point of view. Um, no doubt we can all find uh, countless giant things going on in the world and wonder why doesn't God, you know, why doesn't God intervene here? Um, from from the, from every topic we touch on, you know, every week, homelessness, um, mass shootings, uh, all just all the stuff. Where where is God in this? Uh, abuse issues, substance abuse issues, um, uh, religious nuts, abuse abusing people. You know, all of that. Um, and, and I think, I think that, that the conclusion, uh, from that observation is, well, gosh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that there, there's an answer because it's clearly, uh, not, you know, he's not intervening there. He's not intervening in this. Um, and I'm trying to remember, and, and there's, you have to forgive me because the, you know, every day it gets further and further away, but I'm, I'm trying to recall, I, I don't remember ever feeling, uh, you know, or depending on or looking for promises of God personally, you know, it was all around. Yes. But I personally don't remember, you know, the thing I, the thing I, I felt like was the promise was what you uh, said, David, is peace. Yeah. And, you know, I felt like I had it. Um, and it didn't matter what the circumstances were. There was, that was the promise. And so uh, that was enough. Um, 
And so from that aspect, you know, if, if you have found peace in what you define as God, you know, I, I, I couldn't argue with you in that. Where are you in this? Mm-hmm. And whether that's cancer, whether that's uh, death, you know, in the family, your spouse, your child, you know, wherever it is. Um, you follow me? Do you, do, you, do you hear what I'm not saying? Yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you feel like your, your faith has changed? Um, do, do you feel like you have the same faith that you had 20 years ago? Um, I would say I have a much more developed faith than I had 20 years ago or 10 yeah. years ago or three years ago. Yeah. So the, the, the promises aspect is really interesting because, you know, I grew up in a, in a very conservative Southern Baptist church and we sang a hymn called standing on the promises of Jesus. And, uh, yes, the promise was, I don't remember in my church. Yes, we talked about peace, but you're, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like when you refer to peace, that you're referring to that almost like rest. So all the other issues, like what's going to happen to me when I die, and all this other stuff, it's kind of wrapped up. You have a peace about kind of all of those things. Is that is that an accurate description? A personal peace about right. how it's affecting me. Yeah. Yeah. I, now, am I at peace with uh, mass shootings? <laughs> no. Yeah. Or was I ever? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Am I, am I at peace with abuse? You know, n- obviously none of that. Yeah. I was thinking of that. I was, I, yeah. yeah. And I didn't make that very clear, but I yeah. was thinking as a, on a personal level. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Cause I, I don't remember the, the whole, uh, the scripture involving peace without understanding, What's that Philippians four or six or something like that? Um, that was a uh, when I really became hardcore evangelical. That was my first because I was a warrior. I worried about a lot of stuff, and that was the verse that we we put all of our you know our anxious cares or you know. Um, you know, we, we, we made those supplications to God with thanksgiving and he would give us peace, transcending understanding or beyond understanding, beyond comprehension, depending on what, on what version. But growing up, that really peace was not really talked about that much. It, It was more about rules and all of that. But when it got into the, the peace, I had a lot of peace in that verse because I really thought that God was active in the world. And that whole inactivity of God is really the major thing that led to my deconstruction of my faith. It was just the fact that he he did not intervene. He did not he did not show up for the child being molested. He did not you know, and you can say, well, you know, look at God, he used this in that person's life. Yeah, there's maybe one person's life was redeemed by that. And, you know, there's 10 others that are on, you know, drugs, just trying to forget and never come back from that. And so that was a major part of my deconstruction. 
is, and, and eventually deconversion is, uh, God, God just is to me is absent. The God of the Bible is absent in my opinion. And so I just, I don't think he's there. I think that's, where is he in all this? I just don't think he's there. The evidence mounts more and more every day. Yeah. You know, we see people in his name doing the most horrific things yeah. uh, imaginable. Um, you know, it just, and, you know, hate to beat a dead horse, but, um, you know. It won't hurt the horse at that point. It's just, you know, so much that just makes absolutely yeah. no sense, you know. If he's in control here and put this guy in charge and we have to, you know, everybody else is, should just follow him because he's God's anointed. And then now he's put somebody else there. Why, you know, why did God, if God was in control then, why is he not in control now? Yeah. You know, it's just, there's just, it's just nonsense. Yeah. Um, I think too, and you guys expound on this a little bit, but I think the natural reaction for for that type of evangelical Christianity is you you have to become a um, you have to become extremely pragmatic, you know. Um, and the way I think of pragmatic would be the the um, the ends justify the means. Yeah. So that's how I think about it. Um, you know. If this person died so this person could become saved, there's the, the, the evangelical Christian mind justifies that as that's a, that's just a, the end justifies how to get there. And I think that happens a lot. I think that is going on in the mind. We, I, I remember doing that. You know, I remember sitting through sermons where people try to justify horrific actions so that good actions could come from them, you know? Um, and so that pragmatic idea of, well, you know, God uses a bad situation to create a good situation or look at the life that's brought out of this. And, and, you know, the, the question off of that is, is, well, why couldn't God bring that life off of that life out of something without a horrific incident happening? You know, and so that's what I'm saying. I think Christianity to the, creates a very pragmatic mind. You can, uh, or I would even think the more uh, horrible way of saying it is, is it's just the cost of doing business or collateral damage um, are things that Christianity has espoused over the last 30 to 40 years. Yeah. You know, I, I did that too, but I, I really think like every time a Christian a Christian leader does that. Yeah. They make their God smaller. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. It's like, there's no other way but this. So God, God's sovereignty, uh, just gets smaller and smaller as it's mm -hmm. just, it's like, it's like the, the election, you know, of, we don't know why, you know, he let God, you know, Trump won the election, but for some reason Biden's in the, in office. And it's like, that's a very small God to me. If that if if you think your God's in control, then why is all of this happening? Mm -hmm. I mean, what what if if he if God's revealing to you that he's actually the president, why is he not the president? I mean, let's quit playing games. Yeah, you know? that's right. I mean, is God just you know like some kind of puppet master up there, just you know just pulling all these strings and 
driving everybody crazy, yeah. or is he is he actually the big god you think he is? If yeah. so, he should act like a big guy. Yeah, and I think the 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 the, the real answer in that is that um, you have no idea what's going on, but you need some way to be able to give some answer to why things are going the complete opposite direction of what you think they should be going. Gaslighting. Yeah. You know, it is, it it really is gaslighting. And, um, um, that evangelical God is, you know, is gaslighting. I mean, that's, that's why I think we come up with, you know, we, you know, you know, followers of Christ. And I say that in air quotes for those that can't see me, but followers of Christ can somehow figure out they can pull out a gun and blow somebody away. Yeah. In a situation of self-defense, you know, it's the complete opposite of what Christ would have taught or stood for or lived for, but yet you can somehow give an answer to why you had, you just had to do that or responded that way so that you can somehow still stay within the somehow these made up boundaries of God. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I sat for years listening to pastors talk about, um, how to, how to rectify the concepts of evil in everyday life, but yet God is fully in control. It's, and it's a, it's not a great conversation. It's not a capital G God. It just isn't. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a God who is held at the, at the, uh, I mean, sure he can calm the wind and the waves, but there's no other way to, to solve this problem, this person to die so that person can live. That's, and that's, yeah. And again, again, I, we've talked about this before. I think I brought this up probably 30 episodes ago. That's how long we've been doing this show. No, but, um, I still think, you know, there's a, there's a, I don't know what it's called in, in human behavior, but you know, you're totally against something until it happens to you and then you're for it, you know? Um, those who are completely for gun rights and wanting AR-15s, as soon as your child gets shot and killed by an AR-15, you now are against it. Yeah. Um, you know, you're fine. You love uh, any of those concepts, you know, and it goes all the way down to you're fine. You love the concepts of God's judgment in hell. But if you found your own child not accepting Christ and living in hell, you know, how could you? In all all eternity, if you know and understand how you got there, how could you be fine with the idea that your own child is being tortured for eternity in hell while you sit there and enjoy the the whatevers of of God's, you know, wonders, you know, for eternity? I mean, it's just a concept that makes no sense if you apply it to real life. Yeah. You know, um, and, um, yeah. So would you be for God's judgment in hell and heaven? If you could look into the future and see your own child would not be where you are. Of course you wouldn't, you would do whatever you could to change that somehow, if that was even possible, but it's the condition within the human mind that we, you know, you know, we can write those things off if it's other people. I'm sorry, Bill. You know, your son just didn't accept Christ. You're, I'm sorry he's got to burn in hell for eternity. 
you know, you're fine with that until it happens to your own child. Now you, now you're going to be against it or you have a hollow tin chest with no heart in it. It's like the pastors, <laughs> pastors pro-life you know? until their mistress gets pregnant. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even then, uh, they are publicly. Yeah. Um, you got me thinking about salvation. Um, just, just the concept. Um, it, it seems to not be the same as it was many, many years ago. The, it, it seems like evangelical, which, oh, yeah. you know, evangelical Christianity does not seem interested in saving anyone nope. in the terms of, you know, having them go to heaven yeah. and have and be in a loving relationship with Jesus. Um, you know, which it's it years and years and years ago, it seemed like that was what it was all about. Yeah. You know, and we knew what that meant and we knew, uh, that it involved loving people, all people into, um, you know, into what we were selling. And man, there's no, uh, I hear, uh, I I hear lip service being paid, but I don't see any interest whatsoever in, in that, uh, from the evangelical church. Now I was taught growing up that, you know, your, your life is going to be trials. I mean, there's going to be, it's not gonna be an easy life. You know, everything's not going to work out the way that you want it to necessarily, but that was a part of the faith. You knew that God had you. You're going through certain things for your, for your, you know, benefit, for your growth, for your spiritual growth, for your, your faith and, uh, and, uh, all of that now in evangelicalism is, is lost. It's like they can't even, they can't struggle at all because it's satanic if it's not, you know, if it's not exactly what I want right now because I'm the one that has the hotline to, to God, then it's got to be satanic. I mean, what else could it be? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Well, and um, you know, we we understood that uh, historically speaking, um, the church, and I use that in the kindest sense. Yeah, you know, the the church thrived in times of difficulty. Yeah, in times of persecution, yeah. in all of that, and so. Um, yeah, and of course, now we know that, that, that the church is doing lots of persecuting. They are the persecutors. Yeah, so yeah. Exactly. So, while yeah, the, while the, also gaslighting, saying, no, 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 no. it's you, you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we actually – okay, referencing. We actually taught, had an episode about 20 episodes back where we talked about are the church – are Christians the, the um, persecuted minority? Minority, yeah. yeah. Uh, where we talked about that, but that's no. a real thing. The answer's that, no. Yeah, the answer's no, and and uh, but that's 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 part of it. But the other thing too that I think is in the equation of talking about this is also is um, is obedience. I still think everything comes down to, you know, I still think everything comes down to heaven and hell. You know, do people believe you're going to heaven or do they go think you're going to hell? And now that's based off of the idea of, you know, not only do you believe, but are you also obedient? 
And um, a lot of what we grew up with is, is how do you show your faith? You know, and I love, I love listening to people argue over the faith. You know, you're not saved by, you're not saved by works, but <laughs> you know, the whole concept of where we're, you know, we're not saved that way, but works is the only way that shows you, you know, those arguments were always it's like semantics. Yeah. It was just like, you're like, your eyes are just spinning, you know, but everything comes down to, um, it comes down to obedience. It's like, what are you actually obedient to? Um, because, you know, if we went back to what were the blessings of God, what were we actually supposed to be expecting? Well, that little variable in the equation there was, is those things actually come through, came through obedience. And um, sacrificial living. Yeah. Sacrificial Tithing living. and sacrificial all giving that, and that's all right. that stuff. That's all of that stuff. And, and God would honor that and you know, you're giving back. All of it's his. Yes. You're just giving back. He's letting you keep 90% of it. Yeah. And it was all, you know, it was all about that. But, um, um, had a really good point. Um, you guys say things and maybe it'll come back to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear you, you know, you say it all comes down to heaven and hell. I'm, I'm not so sure. I, what I'm talking about from a, like, uh, from an evangelical, you know, you know, standpoint from an evangelical talking point, Tonky, well, talking point. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't see it actually. Do you uh, know what I, do you know what I'm saying? You know, in the evangelicals or you just don't see right. that in it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think it does come down to that when they need it to. That's why I say talking point yeah. lip service. Yeah. I don't see that them actually caring about it or yeah. ha- having it be, you know, other than, other than the fact that it sets them apart, uh, they they get their self glory from it and makes them better than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 what I'm meaning. Okay, is, is that it. the I concepts of heaven and hell are uh, are is you know look at what I do, look at what I believe, I'm in, you're not. Right. So it's the concepts of. Uh, you know, are you on my team or else you're on the other team? Heaven and, you know, heaven and hell, you know, in politics or, you know, they, you know, it's, it, it, it all comes down to, are you supporting the things we support? Well, if you're not, then you're obviously, you know, um, possessed by a demon and you're working for Satan, you know, that kind of stuff. It's, that's, that's what I mean. Like everything always seems to go for the church or for Christians, evangelical Christians, Everything always gonna is gonna come down to, you know, um, this. Now, granted, I I think it's a made up concept, right? You know, I, I think it's you. a made up concept, I, I but it. but they want to equate it in their conversations yeah. of heaven and hell. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to heaven because me and the people I like say we are. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I, I just I, again, I don't see, um, I don't see in the positions that. Um, "Quote unquote," Christian politicians take uh, the the against the other side. I don't see in their rhetoric that they are that that God is anywhere in their lives, and the God of the Bible. That's what I'm talking about, I'm, and because uh, that's what they're claiming. And I, I certainly don't see that from pastors and. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't see what the whole point is if God never really shows up anywhere. And, 
and again, it just it seems like that their God just continues to shrink the more they act like something's been stolen from them or they act like they have been, they're so insulted that they have been not respected or they, they have, uh, they're not getting their way. And it's just, it's, it's like a kid with a toy that they, they're right. Everybody else is wrong. And you, you bow to my God or, uh, or we're going to destroy you. And, uh, yeah, I'm out on that. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that as being anything that's beneficial. I don't see that as being in any way loving. I don't see that as being anything that I would want to be involved with anymore. Because I used to think I was right, because I was on that side, and now I, I realize how wrong I was. And it's funny once you, once I left the faith. Uh, my my stubbornness that I was right on all these things suddenly went away. I didn't have all the answers, nor did I need all the answers. I was able to look in different areas for answers to things. And when you realize that God's not going to be there to answer the questions, he's not going to be there to reveal things, then it, it allows you to really search for what the answers are. Yeah, and I mean, that's <clears throat> that's definitely where we need to take the conversation because, you know, while, while, uh, you know, we, it's, it's easy. Well, for us anyway, <laughs> and many, many, many others, uh, to come to an understanding of what God isn't, mm-hmm. you know, that's, and that's what we've been talking about. Right. We can say, Hey, you, you folks are, are claiming, uh, a visible God. You are claiming a visible God. You are describing this God. You are, you know, pointing out all this, all these characteristics of this God and nobody sees it. Yeah. That's the big point. And, uh, and you, you're insisting that you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, and not only insisting, but are so cocksure that you're right, that there's no room for faith whatsoever. Yeah. You know, uh, doubt is the brother of faith. Yeah. You know, you can't have faith without doubt. You can't have faith in a visible God. Yeah. What is that? There's a scripture that addresses that faith unseen. I can't remember what yeah. it was, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. And so, so, you know, the, the next, the, the, the natural, uh, thing for us to, to talk about, unfortunately, I'm, I'm leading you down a path that, that, you know, doesn't go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> is okay. So, so we know who God isn't. Who is he? Is there one? And who is he? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll throw that out there for you guys. Yeah. For you guys, meaning the two of us yeah. or everybody? For the all on all of you. Yeah, everybody out there. I And I, I will say, I think that the evangelical Christianity, because that's what we came out of, you know, I don't I, – I'm telling you, I was there. I was there 
I saw you. I, I know you did. I know. I was there when you were there. I know. You saw me there. I was there. I was in the conversations. You know, I was in the worship bands. I was uh, there for the sermons. I was there for the conversations, you know, with the pastors. I've, I've been there. I've been in the con- I've been in all of it all the way. And, um, I really think that evangelical Christianity has nothing to do with whether God is real or not. It's just, it's just something to believe in. It's just a belief. Um, because my big thing that we've talked about in the past is, is, is that, um, I just got to the point where it was just not even, it wasn't believable anymore because nothing was happening that said everybody said was supposed to happen. You know, miracle so never happened. No, no, it never did. And I, I asked for it, begged for it. Ask Hannah. There are multiple times we went through these processes where that things were being said that things were supposed to happen and I didn't see them happen and nor was I seeing those things happening in the other people that were claiming them. You know, um, you know, people talking about how, you know, Jesus would miraculously heal people. Well, I, you know, you know, I, I would, would love to have witnessed that, seen that, been a part of that, you know, but then when I asked those people, have you seen it? Well, I know I haven't seen it either. And you see this continual, you know, stepping away from it and realizing that that whole is, it's like a house of cards almost where it's just something to believe in without any reality of something being there to begin with. And that's why you have, you know, politicians that claim Jesus, but willfully lie in front of their constituents, you know, because there is, there is no repercussions from this God that they believe in. Yeah. You know, if, if, cause tell me, tell me right now, Ananias and Sapphira, according to that Bible is dead because they lied, right? There is no repercussions there. T- yes. You could, there are no dance. I, I got to say the right English there. But I mean, they can dance around that <laughs> as you can. Yeah. Every Bible. Verse. You need to say the right Greek. No, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. 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 It reminds me of a, of a story that we were there and you, you know, this person, but we were praying, 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 praying. This person would be healed of cancer. And then, then there was a claim. Been a part of it. That person was healed of cancer, healed of cancer, healed of cancer. How'd they die from cancer? I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah well, gosh, they, they lived two, two years before they died with cancer. They, again, that's a small, that's a small God that, uh, that, that they didn't get healed from cancer. They just got kind of, you know, delayed. I mean, it's like, and the time between that and when they actually died was pure hell. So they were never actually cured. You know, in medical you call that remission. <laughs> I mean, it's like mm-hmm. it, it's just it's just we the the the, the overbearing evidence is that God that they believe and put forward to as evidence that uh, you know that 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 He is in control of all things. Mm-hmm. Simply, there's no evidence that God actually exists. Yeah. None, zero. Yeah, yeah and back to. Uh, well, both of your guys' points where it's just like we see the atrocities of the world. You know, you look at the, the globe and see, um, the, you know, 
I don't even know the number of those who live in misery and poverty. You know, the diseases that they fight, the children that are killed are not killed, that die during before, during and after childbirth, purely from the effects of poverty. Um, and, and all of the aspects that go into that entire conversation that I'm not even equipped to have. But it's like, where is God in poverty in the world? Famine. Absolutely. War. That's right. People's lives being literally obliterated um, because of these things. And so, again, the pragmatic reaction to that is, is, well, that's just the curse of the devil. That's what that's what it takes. <laughs> that's know? what it takes to bring people to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So when that's they his are rule. obliterated, they're, at least they're going to go to heaven. I mean, that's God's rule. So let's <laughs> just keep that in mind. He, yeah. he made the rules of the game. If that's what it takes, all that pain and suffering, well, those are the rules that he set forth. So may, maybe the rule maker is the, the real problem. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I get, I, I totally agree. Yeah. You know, and the court, so our, we're sitting here discussing where is the rule maker at? Yeah. Cause the rule maker doesn't seem to be showing up. Yep. Yeah, and and his folks aren't following the rules, <laughs> um, and nothing ever happens. And right. I think that's the point. I mean, yeah. so so what's a person what what's a person to believe? Well, here's what I was taught: was how do we know that there's a God? We're supposed to look at His Word, and we're supposed to look at the church. Mm-hmm. So we know that the Word has all kinds of errors and problems with it, the way it was transmitted, the way it was kept, the way it was preserved. There are all kinds of, and if you believe that the Bible is inerrant, then you're, you're not, I mean that you're not educated. I don't know how else to say it, but you don't, you haven't really examined your faith enough to know that if there are almost mm-hmm. full chapters of the Bible that were not in the original text. And so, uh, it just, it is just isn't. And then you look at the church and you see, these church leaders and 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 just the 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 church movement, how vile it's become. It's like, well, if that's our evidence, then what are we to believe? I mean, this is only a personal answer: is that none of that's real? It just isn't. Is there a God? I don't know, but it can't be that one because it's totally inconsistent with what they claim is the evidence for there being their God. It, it, it totally contradicts each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. I see that all the time, you know. So, you know, we've had a lot of conversations um, between us um, that, you know, I think, what are we to believe? You know, I, you know I'm saying we're to believe if God does exist, then God is for everyone. Um, then um, – Wouldn't make sense otherwise. It wouldn't make sense otherwise. <laughs> That's why I think I still go back to the whole concept of heaven and hell is just a, just a manufactured concept to be able to, to manipulate people. Yeah. I think it's been like that forever. Um, um, but you know, so it's either God is for everybody or God is for no one. Um, so I think that's a starting point. Well, God, I, I would, I would word it slightly differently and I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm hoping you'll go back. Yeah. Um, God is is either for everyone or doesn't exist. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I, I'm great yeah. with that. I'm yeah. good with that. And, and then second of all, I think that, um, humanity for thousands of years have only ever described God through writing and the concept of how human beings are touched or affected. And so I would think that the only real idea that transcends space, time, uh, space and time that affects all people um, is love. So, so if God is, then God is for everyone and God is love for everyone. And yeah. love is the thing that transforms human beings, can make them think things differently, um, can react, can stare your enemy in the face and change you. Um, and um, so I would – if you're asking me what are we to believe, I would say those are the only two – those are the two foundational concepts that I would start with. I like it. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So, but but yeah. I'll also say this: I don't think that God has to be something with arms and legs and, and a brain and ears and eyes and and interacts. Blue and eyes, blue, and a beard. Yeah, yeah, and a beard and a chair highlights. or a throne. <laughs> gray, gray highlights. No, no, just highlights. Okay, yeah. how do you do that? No, <laughs> where does God get his hair done? No, but um, you know, it's like that's those are all you know personifications of a con of the idea of humans trying to wrestle, you know. So, um, um, I would say that that's you know that's where we would start. Now, now I would also say that where is God in this? Well, okay, we've just talked about the idea that that God that people want to try to pull out of the Bible to um, help um, further their cause and manipulate other people, that God really actually doesn't exist. you know. But if something moves you to have compassion for another human being that might be less than you in circumstance and cause you to give to them so they have more than you, that's a powerful force that is to be recognized. So what is that? Humanity. Hope. Hope. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think there's a certain part of humanity that we've evolved to where we have hope. And we've, yeah, I, 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 uh, I think that's the beautiful part about this is, is that we don't have to have those answers. Mm -hmm. It's great to ask questions. I love ask, asking questions and, and trying to figure out where I am on things. But at the end of the day, I'm never going to have, um, that, that, the evidence beyond a reasonable doubt of what I believe anymore. I've been there. Uh, and, uh, and I'm a lot happier. There's no there, there, there's no there, there. I'm happier. I'm happier knowing that there's no there, there, mm -hmm. you know, it is freeing. It, it is freeing to realize when, you know, when the volcano erupts, it's not the volcano God mad at us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think just the knowledge of what, Monkeypox. Yeah, what the truth is. <laughs> yeah, monkeypox. <laughs> the, mo the, the monkey gods? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> uh, monkeypox, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, 
That's that's all I had. I just no, that's good. Yeah. I, I, I that's think really good. I think you know maybe something we dive into in a, in a couple of future episodes of the the there are some arguments for the hiddenness of God mm-hmm. of of why He is hidden, and it might be a good thing for us to talk about mm-hmm. just looking at a at a you know apologetic argument of why they believe God is is hidden, and just kind of address that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, certainty is dangerous. It is, and uh, you know, and I believe there's no room for faith in it. I believe there's um, no room for compassion in it, and I believe that that's what the world sorely needs. Yeah, yeah. is it? You know, is it okay to need a higher power? I I think it is. Is it okay not to? I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there is a higher power, does it bother him? Don't think it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I know for me personally, there's, there's times when I need something bigger than me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, and I got to say this for, for the sake of my sanity. Um, you know, I, I really do believe in history has seen it over and over again, but you know, Christian nationalism is the direct res- result of um, certainty um, without evidence, um, and it's again. I still think it's one of the number one um, things that's attacking our country right now. So, yeah. you know, yeah, certainty with, with no evidence. Yeah. It's been a good discussion. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll we'll talk to you real soon. Thanks for listening. Our greatest hope for this podcast is for you to join the conversation. You can do so at that'squestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or that's question a one on Twitter. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting the pod. 